Hey guys, this is part one of our last podcast from Honda Meet 15. Uh, for part one, we're again joined by Brian Gillespie from Hasport, as well as Jamie Lugo of Homebrew Performance. Chris Stewart joins us for part two. Uh, and to listen to part two, you can just flip the tape over at the end of part one. No, I'm just kidding, but you should probably listen to them in order. Uh, if you like what you hear, subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and share the show with a friend. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash show. Well, you so, are a delicious looking man. I'll tell wow. you. <laughs> <laughs> if I was one of those guys, I'd have, bite, I'd have bit right into that, man. Welcome back to Saturday night at Hanami. Oh yeah, that's right, Ben. Oh jeez. Couple drinks more, in. More beer deliveries. Our apologies. Shock top. Talk. I was riding around on my bicycle. Uh, I just made an announcement over the loudspeaker to have a crew come straighten up the Gingerman Barn because it's kind of a mess from the uh, from the banquet. And I've never seen such effective. Cr- Literally in 13 seconds, we had six guys here. And this place is perfect. Um, what a great group of dudes we got here. Everything good with the levels here, Austin? I think so. All right. I don't know. A little background noise, but we should be okay. Well, this is real life, man. It is. Hey. hi Right now, we're sitting with uh, Brian Gillespie from Houseport. Yep, Brian's back. Jamie Lugo. Jamie, where are you from? I'm yeah. originally from uh, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. And I live in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And you used to live in Kalamazoo up here, right? Yep, I lived here for nine years. Tall Kyle is bothering us and shaking Jamie's hand. <laughs> Tall Kyle's hey Kyle. a pleasure. What's happening? I like that bike. That's my bike. Rules, That's huh? your bike? Oh, It's yeah. actually my buddy Dave's bike. Dave, Dave gives it to me at the beginning of the track season. I cart it around all year because it's got that sweet basket on it. And then I give it back to him and then it's in, in the middle of winter set up to store it in my garage. About 40 minutes ago, I witnessed Tall Kyle using a blonde girl as a motor. <laughs> hey, hey, Kyle, you got any way to open these beers? Nope. Oh, gee, you're, you're useless. Oh, Dave Foley coming in here. Start calling me Dwight, bro. Oh. Whoa, that's a big fireworks. Fireworks. <laughs> Man, Honda Meat's getting uh, a little crazy. All right, so what time is it here? Just like Honda Meat. Oh, nice. About 10. We're looking at about 10, 10, 10, 10, 15. Is it that late here? Yeah, it's already that late. Wow. Oh, man, just like downtown. All right, my beer is opened. Uh, my other beer is opened. And uh, thanks again, buddies. You guys did a great job picking up the uh, Gingerman Barn here. Paul Bomers, I just talked about you with somebody. Remember when we, t- remember when we were tuning my ITBs with Ghetto Dying in your mom's basement? That was a really bad idea. That was, we didn't have a wideband O2 sensor, and I put ITBs on my dual cam ZC in 2002, maybe? And uh, the only program to tune OBD zero was Ghetto Dine at the time, which was you know for a what free, year? Maybe two thousand one or two. Oh, Z Dine is that what you call it? No, it's, it's this is a freeware program oh, called okay. Ghetto Dine. You, you <laughs> took the twenty eight pin socket out of the ECU and you put the you know a, uh, uh, a so- you took the chip out and put a socket in and then you bought a chip burner. And Paul was the only guy that I knew that was any good at anything with regards to that. He downloads the Ghetto Dine program and he made something of it. And wow, that was a big explosion. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, was that a potato cannon? I don't know. That no, was it was fireworks. fireworks. Ooh, neat. Fireworks. Um, and so we, w- we would rip up and down Paul's parents' street. And when the autometer, you know, the bouncy, bouncy, dancy air fuel gauges, <laughs> the, the ones that don't do anything, when it, when it went full green rich, that meant everything was cool. <laughs> so, so, you know, because that's, that's how you do it. <laughs> so we would make a rip, and then we'd come back, and we'd be like, yeah, it was a little lean between like five and 6,000. So Paul would be like, twiddly, 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 and we'd burn a new chip, and we'd go rip down the street again. <laughs> Yeah, they, uh, we got buddies here from way back, man. That was uh, that was interesting tuning days. But all right, so what were we talking about? We were just saying hello, Jamie. Hi, hi. How are you? Ja- Jamie and Brian drove up here from Phoenix, which is a long way away. How many mm-hmm. miles exactly? Like, just Brian a couple said hours. Last about two thousand miles. Yeah, that's what I thought. Was it thirty, thirty something hours? Probably feels like about thirty four hundred. Thirty two miles. Uh, yeah. Thirty two hundred. I mean, thirty two <laughs> hours. Thirty two hundred hours. Um, it wasn't that bad. We listened to a lot of your guys' podcasts. Well, that, would, oh, that, that, that was, was a horrible drive. The quality, <laughs> would, you know, the quality of the podcast might be impeccable, but that would fill one tenth of your trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, we listened to a lot of Brian's stuff, and then we listened to some of Dave Shue's stuff, and cool, uh, cool, a bunch of podcasts. What a boring drive that must have been. <laughs> it wasn't so bad. We um, laughed a lot. Now Brian works at Hasport. We all talked to him last night. How do you guys know each other? Uh, Jamie moved to Phoenix, and I needed a 2006, uh, you know, Generation Civic to prototype some new mounts in. Yep. And he had a car over at a friend shop, and I borrowed it. So uh, that's how we got introduced. Cool. He borrowed it for four months. Yeah. <laughs> did. Yeah, I did. No. Oh, and then he helped me build a car for SEMA. Yeah, the uh, the CRZ. The first, yeah, the first K swap CRZ thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now, did you that. work? For Hasport at all? At that time, I was just uh, working for free. It was just to be around Brian. Ooh. It was like a, it was like a, wow, did you hear those explosions? That's ridiculous. Yeah, that was, it was like the explosions in my heart. It was like oh. a man crush with Brian yeah. at first. We all, we all kind of have a little bit of a man. I'm trying to play it you know, a little uh, a little cool here, but man, the, the love I have for Brian from Hasport. Um, now, how long have you lived in Phoenix? Uh, I've lived there six years and probably been by Brian's side four. Cool. Cool. Um, what do you do for a living day to day? Day to day, I own Homebrew Performance. We uh, basically build some road race cars, a lot of motors, and uh, it's also a small car dealership. I have a retail dealer's license okay. down there. Cool. Which I haven't been paying too much attention to lately. I should probably sell yeah. something. Uh, it, uh, it, as long as you can make any money at it, yeah. It's, I spent it all coming up here. I keep seeing you on Facebook. You're posting V12 Mercedes thingers and your Porsche Cayman and all these fun cars <laughs> you're playing with. I take it they're technically, quote-unquote, for sale. But <laughs> The majority. Okay. The, Cayman, the Cayman was uh, my wife's. Everything's for sale. Everything's for bit, sale. Huh? Not my wife. <laughs> well... The cars. Yeah, you gotta you gotta find out the right price first, at least for some of these things, right? It depends. Everything's yeah. yeah. for sale. A million dollars price. goes a long way. Yeah, <laughs> I think ten they made million a, dollars is. I think they made a movie yeah. about that one time. Yeah. Um, how was you guys' uh, Saturday at Hanumate? You saw rain, which is a thing you don't see very often in uh, Phoenix. Saw a lot of rain. We we started the day hang gliding on the uh, awnings out there as yeah. the uh, yes. wind was whipping through. Yeah, we yeah, had a little yeah. bit of a thunderstorm slash tornado yeah. warning here at 10 a.m. <laughs> it, it, be- it was yeah, it was beautiful weather during quick. the drivers' meeting at eight, 
It was phenomenal weather at 9 a.m. It was, it was impeccable at 9.45, and at 10 p.m., everything blew away. I remember, 10 a.m., I remember, I remember looking at about 5 minutes till 10 at the dark yeah. cloud rolling in yep. super fast. My in-laws were up from Chicago. They were up staying at a, at a family member's condo in Holland, Michigan, which is pretty close to here. And right before it hit, my father-in-law sends me a text of what looks like approximately the end of the world coming over the lake shore <laughs> and i look up off to the left it was like the first time i even looked anywhere besides my schedule and the you know the million tech questions i look off to the left up at the sky towards the that would be the northeast and i thought well this is gonna suck and so i walked over to our personal little uh we call it jabayville it's our big 30 by 20 canopy and we tied everything down to everything but uh I don't think anybody lost any easy ups. Nobody lost any easy ups at all today, so that was nice. But how did you guys uh, deal with uh, with your first Saturday at uh, Hanumit this year? Was it all right? It was a blast. Once uh, yeah. rain cleared up, the weather got nice, and everybody went out and uh, crashed cars. Yeah. Well, yeah, we had a few crashes. <laughs> I love when my car gets crashed and I'm not even around. You're crazy. That car looks fine again. I just saw it. I mean, brown and purple look pretty good together. Oh. <laughs> what, uh, what happened to your – Jamie's got a really pretty purple – what year is that, 06? Uh, O-A-S-I. Yep, with what, 450 horsepower? 459 to the it, wheel. It's got about the prettiest cage. It's got about the prettiest paint. It's got a lot of stickers all over it. Pretty e- stickers. You know, even pretty like, stickers. You know how most race cars got – you know, you take out all the, all the, uh, the inner panels and stuff, and you just got the, like, sheet metal-like bracing stuff everywhere. He filled all those holes with aluminum, and everything <laughs> is, like, beautiful on this car. What happened today with it? I let a girl drive it. Oh, oh. She drove it backwards. Yeah, that'll happen. That will happen yeah. once in a while. It's okay. I asked for it. It was totally fine. Everything's all right fault. with the car, though? Uh, I'm not sure. It looks know. fine. It looks fine, yeah. which is all that counts. As long as I don't move it, it's going to look great the rest of the week. It's oh, just a show no. car anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw it, I saw it driving it under its own power, so it can't be too bad. Yeah. Well. There's a couple of rattles underneath it. I think uh, we broke an exhaust clamp, like a yeah. D-band or something. That's what, uh, that's what wrenches and craftsman tools are made for. Yeah. yeah. What's up, guys? It's like a drive-in movie. <laughs> yeah. we, we've got some... We've, we're in the Gingerman barn, and we've got some uh, some monitor speakers hanging out the door, and a golf cart full of friends just pulled up. So, hi guys, how are you guys? They, uh, it, well, we have David Calzada. We have uh, interviewed him on the podcast already. He gave away his aim solo that he won today. We really appreciate that, David. It may, would have made us look bad if we <laughs> if we gave you the aim solo. That's. That's all he wanted. Yeah. I was standing right next to him. Yeah. And That's all he wanted. It's, uh, it was worth $400, but we can't have a sponsor buying and selling our raffle tickets. Yeah, yeah we really wow. appreciate that. I, I'll, I'll give you a nice plug here on the podcast. It's, it, we're we're going to start charging $0.18 cents for these things. So we'll do about <laughs> 275 of them. We'll be one-third of the way to paying that thing off. But the uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a fun day here Saturday at Hanami. Um Kind of a busy day as far as changing the schedule around. Uh, we had an S two thousand blow an oil line or a filter or something and oil down the braking zone in turn. What would that be? One, two, three, seven. Yeah, it's the braking zone before the long right hand sweeper. Is yeah, six, seven, seven. seven. Yeah. The uh, the braking zone there, and he oiled the braking zone down like the exact spot you need traction. That's the spot where he put oil. <laughs> so, and it was about 400 feet long, so we had to get the blower out. 
Um, that was fun. It seemed like it went away pretty quick, though. Yeah, it was went pretty, out later in the afternoon, yeah, and, the, and uh, it seemed okay. Uh, nobody was complaining about the dust or anything from the oil dry. Uh, we had to get the the jet dryer kind of thing out with the big blower and the Kubota out all the stops. Uh, the funny thing was when uh, when we needed the tractor, the maintenance guys had locked up the maintenance shed on accident, the knob on it, and nobody could find him. They were probably emptying the garbage down in freaking South Haven, Michigan somewhere. <laughs> and uh, so I had to break into the maintenance shed to get the Kubota tractor out. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled through a bunch of spider webs underneath the garage that would go up a few inches. It's like uh, a track Zamboni. Yeah. It's not really, it's not really a tractor. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a big old Kubota <laughs> tractor, and like you engage the PTO, the power takeoff, and it fires up uh, a fan with a giant, like... Uh, you know, yeah, because that has the shaft coming out right, right out of the back. Yeah. That's right. The, That's right. Uh, the, it worked pretty well. I was, we haven't used that thing before. At uh, Grid Life last year, we oiled down most of the straightaway, and I don't know if they had this thing. <laughs> we literally we used $400 in oil dry at Grid Life last year. It was terrible. <laughs> there was so much oil dry. That's because you guys, you guys uh, allowed drifters in. And no, it was not the drifters' fault. Really? It was not, like first I know, session. I know whose fault it was. It was Tall Kyle's fault. <laughs> oh, okay. It was, okay. It was first, first or I second. I wasn't going to say it. First but. or second session intermediate. We had a K-Series motor that, you know, he bought this thing, ran great, made like 230 wheel on a stock K-Series. Um, and it just freaking let go. I think it was one of those K-Series. You know, K, a lot of K-Series are known for burning some oil from the factory. And a lot of people are known for never checking that. And I think it was a junkyard motor that was formerly owned by somebody who never checked their oil. So, which I mean, that's why you buy a Honda, though. Exactly, because you don't have to worry check about your oil. Except for the early K-series <laughs> motors, tended to use some that's of why it. That's why I buy them. Wow. Um, yeah, it, I think that was one of the motors that he got, and it would run a really strong. Uh, the only mod to it besides header and exhaust was. Uh, um, and I don't think he has any YouTube videos of this up, but it had the coolest sounding idol ever because he had locked the VTEC. Uh, he had drag cartel cams in it, I think. And, uh, it's like VTEC killer cams. Yeah. And well, they were, they were VTEC cams, but he had an A3 head on it. With, yeah, he just he switched the rockers He made these titanium pins uh, at work. And he locked VTEC full time. Nice. And play, you know, blocked off the solenoid and all that. He didn't stuff. have to do that. You just gotta switch the pins around and move the rockers around. Well, they automatically lock. He didn't want to use. Um, a lot of people use the like the exhaust rocker on the intake, and they can break yeah. stuff. No, no, no. Um, on the VTEC but, stuff, you can just trade the pins, flop them. Oh, I. And then they they the all pins. lock up. Well, Some I, people do a lot of extra work for no reason, like making tight. Kyle might have done a lot of extra. <laughs> yeah. But man, this thing sounded like yeah. it I sounded need, like uh, a freaking pro stocker at idle. Boop, boop, boop. It, was it was so so, so cool. fast too. Yeah, yeah, it made like so two thirty, two forty wheel horsepower, I think. Which in a twenty, <laughs> yeah. you know, twenty fifteen uh, pound car, it was like two thousand flat with a driver, I think. It was it was uh, very quick for one session, <laughs> and then he, uh, he he blew up the motor and it got all over the rear tires and he spun down into turn eleven and and and, and we spent. I remember he was he was bummed about the motor, but I think what he was uh, bummed about more than that was that some people got a little upset yeah. with him about it Un- unnecessarily. Yeah, you know, things things happen, but there were some people. You that put don't, oil in the truck and you blow the motor up and you spin in circles. But maybe it was those <laughs> titanium pins. No, those are fine. The only thing survived, he huh? sold them, and they're in another car right now. <laughs> um, no, the uh, and then at that same event, since we're talking about oil downs and oil dry, like one hour later, a B series blew up in the kink in between three and five over here. Um, like that real fast part where you can just stay flat was, after three. And it happened to also 
like oiled on 600 feet of track. So you're telling and me all the drift cars with zip ties all over them? No oil on. No the oil for the None. first time. <laughs> <laughs> and those are usually they driven by like troubled inner city kids. Yep. So yeah. Like, <laughs> same well, thing with stunt bike they, riders. And they leave parts everywhere. They oh, leave parts. Well, everywhere. they leave fiberglass eBay bumpers everywhere. Right. Yeah. Um, at uh, at Autobahn Country Club, they'd never done drifting until a month ago. And at our second Grid Life event of the year, um, they uh, they let us do drifting. And the track manager thought, wow, we've never seen so much fiberglass on the track. <laughs> I don't know why, but they zip tie everything on. Uh, I guess it's, it's, so f- it's for looks, but when they touch the grass, they just lose that Invader-style like rear bumper. It off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a mess. That's but, uh, yeah, a lot of oil dry at Grid Life last year. A little bit, little bit today. Not too bad. And that dre- jet dryer really cleans that stuff right off the track. Instead of having to sweep it off at, at Grid Life last year, they didn't have the jet dryer or the blower or whatever you call it. And uh, so we had 15 guys out there with freaking <laughs> brooms, brooms just shoving it brooms just I'm surprised but, they had 15 brooms there. Today, I think we had a lack of – we had more people out there than brooms today. When okay. We it up. They, they had a lack of brooms today. They were, like, using their shoe. They've gone up in the world in the beautiful Kubota tractor blower department, and they forgot to bring the brooms. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it's, uh, it was a fun day. We, that was the only real incident as far as time-consuming goes. Um, I had to move the schedule around quite a bit. But Storms and yeah, we, lightning uh, strikes. Yeah, the lightning strikes took seven minutes out of the schedule, and then we had to clean up oil 45. So <laughs> it was a little harder to get back on schedule with the oil. But uh, as far as uh, as far as the day goes, it was pretty fun. So it was a great day. Have, uh, did you go on track at all, Jamie? I haven't been on track here in two years. Every time I oh, come, somebody man. else drives my car. You guys drive up from Phoenix, and you don't even drive cars. I forget. All right, I'm going to extend the Lemons car offer to you guys. If you, you bring three, three beautiful cars, two beautiful cars and a four-wheel drive, whatever it is. I want to know. I want to know what kind of lap times that razor will do. Uh, that razor's yeah. fast. The I want to know what kind of lap times way faster than I yeah. thought it was. <laughs> what, what is that thing that you brought exactly? It's a 2015 Polaris uh, RZR1000 in XP. Okay. And it's fast. It'd be more fun if we'd like. We're able to drive just inside the track. Well, we'll let you dirt. drive around in the grass during the parade session yeah. tomorrow. I've, I've been dying to get it out, but I just have really been trying not to piss anybody off. Well, have we you taken have... it out on the street yet? I mean, because oh, it's, totally it's plated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In Phoenix, I drive right through the middle of the city. I pick up car parts in it, and it pisses off everybody. You That's need to cruise into downtown South Haven with it tomorrow. Yeah, I'd love before to. you before you go home. Well, we we uh, <laughs> I believe we have the parade session tomorrow during the quiet time because there's a local church that needs like, to be yeah, quiet. Two hours. So take that thing out on the racetrack, man. You know what though? The detour. That everybody can't get oh, through in their straight. car. It's, you it's, can do you can it. Go I yeah, <laughs> I can't go straight. It's almost five feet deep, and there's water running through it. So oh, we'll build I, a ramp. I, I was about to. We I can build a ramp. Okay, we got this. This is what we the rally, this. the rally, the rally drivers, when they're coming up to a hole, they put they slam on the brakes so that it compresses the suspension, and then they gas it really hard, so and raises. it kind of jumps the car. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can do it. For people who uh, aren't it's here like a right now, uh, Phoenix Road, the main road coming off the highway towards Gingerman, is closed and like right by the track. So you have to take this six-mile detour through country, bumpkin, hillbilly, nowheresville. And, uh, that had to have been fun with the, uh, with the rollback. Yeah, if you could jump that road construction oh, with no, that Polaris. It's, it's incredible. It's an incredible vehicle. I mean, it's the only American-made thing I own, but it's still... <laughs> Somebody in Kentucky made it, South Carolina. 
Um, I don't know. That's got a thousand cc engine in it. Or? Yeah, it's a thousand cc. It's two cylinder, uh, double overhead cam, just okay. four valve. You know, cool. It moves around fine. So when yeah, are the Hasport mounts coming out for that thing? Uh never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna swap anything into that. No. We talked about a case swap for that. We decided we were gonna have to reorient the CVT. <laughs> And then uh, we'd have to do like a rear end that would be more standard, you know, like, yeah. like a normal pinion and ring gear. So there's a and, CVT uh, in that thing, like a, like a snowmobile? Yeah, yeah it's a okay. CVT. It's, it's a, well, a Polaris, like yeah. double air cool. There's big tubes going to it to keep okay. it cool and stuff and, you know, exit vents for it and stuff. It's, I mean, it's well thought out, but it's well thought out for a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah, like they just built something that uh, people <laughs> are just like, let's. Why do you own this thing? Uh, you know, it, it was funny. I because he lives in Arizona. I had a couple right, of I'll I had, buy that. I had the Hondas and I have the shop and I owned a couple of Porsches and we were out messing around and somebody came to the shop with one like you got to ride in this and then we went out with it off roading and, and after um after 15 minutes I was completely hooked and yeah. I had a, a long travel Yamaha Raptor that I rode around like desert race and went through the rocks and stuff with yeah and I just realized I'm just getting too old. I came back beaten. I mean beaten badly. All right badly after an eight-hour ride stuff i did when i was young i just couldn't do and then i did the same run uh in a razor and it took me two hours versus like eight hours and i didn't have a scratch or bruise or not one they're that good off-road they're that yeah, good off -road. that's cool man and you've got you've got sand paddles for that thing too it looks like over it'll there. go through anything yeah and people i gave up the porsche cayman s for it and they're like are you out of your mind <laughs> i know like, i went to dealership i traded it right in they are, like, they are pretty I'm pricey like, i tell them the truth i was like it does sand 90 percent as good as a hundred thousand dollar sand rail wow. and it does rock crawling 90 percent as good as a hundred thousand dollar rock crawling jeep it does wow. everything 90 and i don't have to have any any choices to make so you're really into this thing huh i wasn't at first, i kind of thought this was like goofy glorified i let uh, i let Calzado drive cart. it i let sackley drive it i've let everyone drive now it. Everyone they're, comes they're back high tech like, I literally thought yeah. this was like a golf cart that had a bigger motor. No, I didn't know anything how it's, cool this no, was. No, it's, it's purpose you built. That's awesome, yeah. man. It, um, you you want to drive it tomorrow? Yes, I want to drive it Honestly, tomorrow. Honestly, it, it comes stock with 19 inches of rear travel wow. out of the crate. That's yeah. awesome, man. Like, it's it's pissed off. The uh, Like, the one form of the hobby, the automotive hobby I haven't gotten into is off-roading stuff. I've done a couple of, like, backwoods things in Hawaii me and my wife rented a jeep in hawaii a few years ago yeah and i put water over the windshield and did a bunch of freaking hunting it trails stuff like that. Yeah, snorkels stuff. it was just a blast yep that's my only foray into it but it was a stock you know four-door wrangler thing or wait those little pentastar yeah, they, v6s are actually pretty powerful but a few weeks ago we were off-roading with it and i you can go places even trucks and jeeps can't go yeah. and we were out far in the sticks in northern arizona and we came across two wildcats and they were 160 pound cats. Like they, ha they had feet like five, six inches wide. Oh, man. And I almost shit myself, man. I, I <laughs> yeah. got on the gas to make as much noise as I possibly could, hoping that the exhaust note would scare them. And yeah. they just stood there and looked at me like I was lunch. I was, I was scared. <laughs> man, well, you so, are a delicious looking man. I'll tell wow. you. <laughs> if I was one of those guys, I'd have, bite, I'd have bit right into that, man. <laughs> Taking my Polaris, traded in for that Porsche, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the, do you do a lot of that stuff? Is that kind of a hobby of yours, going off-road? I used to do a lot, and then um, for the past decade, it's been mostly cars, almost all Honda stuff, you yeah. know, and then more now with Brian, past four or five years we've been doing that, but uh, I'd like to get more back into it. So I've owned it about eight, ten weeks. Okay. And, uh, 
The downfall is just the expense because it's such a growing market right now. Yeah. Everything's through the roof expensive for it. Okay. Like through the roof. Like I have forty two grand in that and we haven't even started yet. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. goodness, I could buy ten race cars. <laughs> Remember he traded a Porsche for it. That's okay. true. Yeah, I, oh, that's I traded true. the game strap for it and then I put nine grand in parts on a credit card the same oh day. my goodness you are so cool dude I, <laughs> <laughs> that rules don't um, encourage him oh well yeah dude my wife I, is irate i love it when somebody jumps both feet and ass into a hobby that's it's <laughs> kind of neat man <laughs> you got my respect dude thanks yeah the uh uh that's all that's uh that's a wild little hobby man dude let's take it out after this i well, not a, not after this. No. Talk, Talk House made too many deliveries to me during these podcasts. Um, Actually, yeah, we could get it down right in turn one. Just kind of go there, right. There's a big hill at the end of turn eleven. We could probably get some arrows. There's we could definitely you could jump it right onto the yeah. track. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs to open the gate when you've got a Polaris? No, yeah, there's no gate. What's no up, gate buddy? How you doing, man? We're doing a podcast. Yeah, we've got lots of people uh, stopping by. You uh, you can get on the podcast if you want. Yeah, you want to come sit? We got an extra mic. All right, fine. All right, fine. Oh, he's taunting the key. <laughs> Man, I saw, I saw Ed Sackley driving be around earlier and had a huge, yeah, huge smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we don't know anything about this. Sackley just wanted to get it dirty. He <laughs> said, "I keep everything too clean." He's like, "It's too clean." He took it out when I wasn't even there. I was in the shower. I came back and it was gone. Was it filthy when it came back? Absolutely filthy. (laughs) (laughs) There is a hose here if you need it. Oh, there's. Yeah, I used it earlier. (laughs) Yeah, I used it earlier to clean off the mud off the car after girl put it off. Yeah. (laughs) She's not just any girl. She's not just any girl. It's it's Amanda Hacks. She owns uh, Hacks Photography. She came in actually from uh, Virginia. Okay. Uh, Amazing photographer. Super funny kid. She's great. Uh, but today was her first time on track, and she just... Uh, well, you did put her in. Well, that, that's yeah, like... That's the first time on track, let's give her a 459 yeah. horsepower Civic that <laughs> sprung... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, this just screams a bad judgment. What could go wrong? I, so oh, so totally. many bad decisions right there. Right. And, and trading a Porsche Cayman in for, <laughs> for something that I have never even heard of, and then dropping nine grand on extra parts. That's also screams a bad judgment, but I kind of like Jamie's choices. Here, young lady, jump in the $60,000 high horsepower car. Yeah, when I saw her spin. pulling through grid with the bumper like kind of aiming down, I thought, wow, Jamie's going to be bummed. Kinda, <laughs> but, but, I also, but then I also thought... Jamie kind of rules for just letting somebody drive his car. <laughs> I, uh, four people have driven it in the past yep. two days, and I have not. What Are you going to go out at all this weekend? I don't know. Why? I've started to hate cars. You, you drove 30 hours to be here. I drove 30 hours for you guys. I didn't care about the cars. Just to hang out? Literally. <laughs> well, yeah, just just yeah. to be on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> man. The promotion you're going to get from this, you'll literally make the tens of dollars off of this. <laughs> Maybe even 11s. <laughs> Well, we uh, we appreciate you coming all the way up. I I uh, you came up last year. You just drove up your CRV. Yeah, uh, the year before we brought the big truck and the trailer, yep. brought the cars up. But uh, you uh, you clearly are a dumb person for driving this far. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. It, it's it's been a good time, man. I, uh, I I I I couldn't believe it. Yes, last year when he just pulls up, and I thought I didn't even know you're coming. Like, I didn't see anything on Facebook about it. I didn't get any texts, and you just show up from Phoenix. Well, it, if you uh, let people know you're coming and you pull up, then they're waiting. Yeah, that's true. They expect something. Yeah, they expect something. It's just, oh, it's terrible. 
What uh, What does everybody have planned for tomorrow? You have any uh, any uh, anything well, you want to do, or are you just going to sit around in that sweet little trailer of yours and watch people play with your cars? And we're going to sit track? around, and then I'm going to have a pool party at the Holiday Inn in Kalamazoo when we leave. All right. I thought you were coming. I have to go home and see the baby. So, <laughs> I still only own Ferris. D- Dane Doremus did not bring us any hot no, dogs. No, he brought the either. hot dogs, but I wanted our buddy Kevin put all of the buns. I don't care in the about cooler. buns. I need some meat in my they mouth. Got <laughs> they got soaked. They got soaked. All the buns are soaked. Dane, I do not Dane care brought, about buns. He brought all the hot dogs here in a in a solo. I need cup. some hot steaming shaft in my mouth. He had hot <laughs> hot dog shaft, <laughs> especially if it's burned. It um, was it was textured. I think that's going to be the title of this episode. I'll tell you what, Dane Doreen is blowing it again. Unbelievable. Dane, oh, blowing it with the meat. <laughs> Dangerous himself. Yeah. Dane Omite. Yeah. Good old Dane. Um, yeah, Dane. Dane's somebody who's literally came to like every Honda meet. It's I've great, Dane. Never seen him. Never seen him do anything except ever talk about how I'm going to finish my car next year. But he still comes every year, buys crap, oh, thinks it's sold him. You got to hear what happened to yeah. it this year. Yeah, I sold him that car, and yeah. since I sold him, it's been jinxed. Yeah. I'm talking this year. He was He's doing a done. lot of nice work. He today. almost he, had it done this year. Check he this almost out. had it done. And <laughs> this year, an Oldsmobile he was working on the driveway yeah. fell into gear and blew through the garage door and smashed into the back of his Integra. What? And he called me crying, and he threw up. Are you serious? Oh, I'm dead serious. I, I heard it, it put, was running. It pushed it forward into the giant toolbox in his oh little garage, gosh. and it blew both ends of the Integra out with an Oldsmobile with a bad tranny. No way. I'm not joking. He's, this is a really, really nice red Integra. Yeah. I and mean, he's done a ton of work to he's it. He's done a ton of work to it. Like, I mean, all OEM parts, the thing is like totally, it's like basically restored. Yeah. And and an Oldsmobile just took it out in the garage. Oh, yeah. It sucks so much. I'm going to have to give Dane a hug and not make fun of him anymore. Well, he's been working hard on getting our generator running for the past two hours. Yeah. And he's just been fighting with this spark plug and some fuel. So yeah. he's, it's been well, a bad week. There was an Oldsmobile here earlier. Maybe we should just set it near the bathrooms, <laughs> get a brick, and just run it's it actually, into the generator. <laughs> it's parked right next to the razor. You yeah. could just roll over it. Oh, poor Dane. I feel really bad if I'm making fun of him now. <laughs> He's but you're still dude. on hot dogs. I would love some hot dogs, Dan. Yeah, either Dan, way, if you're within earshot of this, don't bring me hot dogs. dogs. We're not going to talk anymore. All right, I'm getting handed. Uh, tell the, I have no idea what this means. Dave Foley, you have to explain this. Mikey. Yeah, what about Mikey? No, he just says, what's up from Benton Harbor? Where is he at? Is he, he's never here. Now, Mikey from ProFunction, he comes up here. He helps us with Time Attack. ProFunction is a shop in Chicago. Mikey's kind of a nationally known tuner. He uh, he comes up here. He threw a car together this week um, just to play with us. And his first lap out, the hood flipped up, <laughs> crushed the windshield. <laughs> and he was scheduled to tune a car on the Dino Jet, which is on site here. There's a there's a shop with a Dino on site at Gingerman. And uh, Mikey's you know, sort of a semi-famous Honda tuner. Uh, he was scheduled to tune a car. He was stuck behind the corner worker station in turn three because his windshield was crushed and his hood was up and it wouldn't latch again. And then we forgot to let him come back <laughs> in between <laughs> sessions. Uh, and and Lee, Lee, the track lead, I mean, it's kind of Lee's job to pay attention, but it was also kind of my job. And so, yeah, we just left Mikey stranded out there for like 40 minutes. And I think he was late to tune his first car at the Dino Jet. And he was texting me like, Dude, <laughs> I'm sitting in the uh, Gingerman EV, the emergency vehicle, thinking, oh, poor Mike. I feel so bad. 
crushes his windshield, losing out on dino time. But uh, he's yeah. probably at the casino right now. He, yeah, he probably is. He's in uh, he's in Benton Harbor, clearly, Benton Harlem, which is a lovely, <laughs> you know, quote unquote, lovely town south of here. I actually drove through there a year ago and came across a boutique, yeah. like a, a salon, and it was called Sista Girlfriends Nail Boutique. That sounds like an excellent <laughs> name if you're into the nails yes. and nail Sister nail performance industry. Sister yeah. girlfriends. Well, we, is, it, in not, Chicago, not near, near us, we have sister girlfriends. Now you're <laughs> yeah, dude. Austin's all about making up a jingle for these guys. <laughs> it was, we, it was the uh, best I've seen. Uh, my favorite, uh, my favorite name of a business in Chicago on the South Side by us, we have uh, a daycare in Harvey, Illinois, near my hometown, which is right by the Indian border. Uh, it's called God's Little Sugars. Uh, wow, <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> God's little sugars. In, uh, uh, I think they spell sugar the proper way, but if they didn't, that's an even better name. So. Now, I really, I really love eating Vietnamese like pho. Yeah, and I always wanted to open, and I like Korean barbecue too. Yeah. I thought about opening a place that does both, and we could call it Fuck You, <laughs> and then we could do Fuck You too, and Fuck You again. Yeah, I, It'd be great. I, I don't think the villages that you would put these establishments in would give you these licenses. <laughs> I was in uh, South Illinois about four years ago. came across a tractor supply well, your company. your first problem was you were in South Illinois. I, <laughs> Nothing about there but cornfields and missing teeth. That's what it was, too. We got off to uh, use a, a, a restroom. And I came across a place that was, uh, it was spelled K-U-N-T-Z. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was Kunch Tractor Supply. And they, they had good humor with it because they actually were using it. Real it's a real place. And here's the best part. Underneath it, it said, yes, we have hose. <laughs> yeah. Like the actual farm equipment. I, I can't make this up. <laughs> That rules so much. This is, this is real. It's the greatest business ever. You guys need to find that place online. <laughs> I, mean, dude, I do a lot of driving, man. I mean, we, uh, I do 40,000 miles area a year. this was because you know? I need to make a weekend trip and see this place. Like it's, and it was right in the middle of a cornfield. Like the field stopped, yeah. and then there was a tractor supply very place. Classy, and the field uh, right very classy. Very classy name. <laughs> yep. That, uh, you know, if you're going to have a name like that, you need to own it. Oh, yeah. exactly. That, you need to know what, what, what yeah. you have going on, You just need to own it. That rules. <laughs> yeah, it was it was but good. At least they have hose. Yeah, if you can't buy yes, garden we equipment, have, I mean, they spelled it correctly, like the actual farm tool, but it was priceless. Yes. Well, I think that is actually how you spelled the name of the workers of the night. If you want to use the slang oh, term, oh wow, ho. I hadn't even thought about it. The uh, you know we're that's not, a grammatically correct way to spell. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. We uh, yeah we we support all kinds of businesses here. You know. Austin's uh, perspective uh, swear word laden uh, Vietnamese uh, whatever restaurants. See, I always figured uh, if, if I didn't get approved, that it'd wasn't just be, swear it'd be racist. Well, no, well, it sounds like a swear okay. word. Okay. <laughs> that is an excellent idea for me. <laughs> um, Almost as good as D's packing peanuts. Yeah, D's packing peanuts, which I think we talked about two podcasts ago now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They all kind of blur together. <laughs> In Arizona, just one we big five-hour-long podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We have this. Uh, it's a huge fad, but for some reason, there are more uh, like custom license plates in Arizona that I've yep. ever seen anywhere in my life. Okay. I'm talking one in six cars has a custom plate, <laughs> and our neighbor in our uh, in our like community has a plate that just says poop. <laughs> P O O P. And so my roommate Phil, who's just behind me over here, was so in love with it. He 
try to get online and they have this big thing where you can get online and there's so many custom plates it's a very interactive like um, yep, yep, yep. website and you can see which ones are available what they'll look like where you could put spaces so he put in to get approved for eat poop and, uh, <laughs> and it said it was approved but then they just never sent it and we had to get the money back and stuff <laughs> they, they it goes to a certain point yeah. and they check and keep going but there must be a system of checks and balances yeah. somewhere in our government one of one of my employees has a plate that says fake plate Yes, yes. <laughs> Brian Thomas, fake yeah. plate. And I mean, it looks fake, and it's so good. That's, uh, it's that's really awesome, good. man. There used to be a guy I knew that had a, uh, an ex-cop car, and his plate was not a cop. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> pretty good. Oh, yeah. my favorite, though, when I, when I was in college, my friend, you know, I had an S2000, my buddy had an S2000, and he got the plate WTF-ISTQ. Oh, Actually, you could probably put that on a lot of Hondas. Like, what the F oh, is I get torque. it, Torque. I get it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I get it. It took me a second. I'm a I've little Actually, I think I've here. seen a picture of that one somewhere. Yeah, it's back of a silver S2000. is a Georgia plate. Yeah. <laughs> Brian has the best one I've ever seen. When he put the V6 into the CRX, uh, we, he has one just says five-pound bag because he put 10 pounds of shit in five-pound bag. That rules. And he made it That's fit. a good one. And it is amazing. <laughs> I've never even yeah. thought so much about custom plates as I have yep. right now. Wow. For, uh, a, for the really wagon, I wanted to get maybe something like mine cart, but like like mine, M-E-I-N. Yeah. But if you do mine cart, it's great, too, because mine carts roll coal. So when it's tuned mm. and it rolls coal everywhere, it'd be perfect. Like, That's good. Yeah. That's a, so thinking, it's German. That's a thinking man's custom. Yeah, I know, it's right? That's pretty good. I, I, I can't, go I can't so take credit heads. for that one. Someone else suggested it, yeah. but it's pretty good. One of, the other, uh, one of the other guys down by Hossport has a plate in a CRX, and he... They questioned it. It was my FN CRX. Mm-hmm. And when they question it, sometimes they let you evaluate and they listen to what you're saying. And they just claimed it said my fun CRX. And they got the plate. And you're just rolling around with my FN CRX. <laughs> that's a good one, too. <laughs> yeah, you got to be re- you gotta real slick with it. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. I didn't know uh, Arizona was so lenient with oh, the plate. plate there. capital of the world. I, I think uh, I've talked to a couple of friends in Illinois about it. And Illinois must have somebody that has some... You know, high, no high moral standard and low <laughs> sense of humor because you can't get about anything in Illinois uh, if, if it's got any sort of reference to anything, potentially anything. You know, humorous, sexual, uh, you know, anything. Not I remember, poop. I remember a bartender owner who uh, tried to get his and his wife's uh, license plate, and uh, he said, "Well, I have a bar. I have own a bar, so he his was supposed to say cock, and hers was supposed to say tail." <laughs> and, uh, that a, well, uh, and for some reason it didn't fly you have sure to explain why. that one yeah, I don't I'm think not you're going to sure. was it the exoset there was a, a picture of an exoset or not an exoset sorry an aerial atom yep. in like Dallas and the plate says like S-M-A-L-P-N-S <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good one too wow. pretty, that one's pretty funny Although it probably takes some <laughs> balls to drive one of those things at anything below five tenths yeah I don't think you can I think it'll just like stall out and like yeah, it would be. <laughs> going down the highway, I've never seen one going less than 112. <laughs> I've been passed by Errol Adams at high rates of speed. And they always look cool because they have to wear a full-face helmet or else they're being punched in the face with mosquitoes. Oh, my yeah, God. You, you, would, like, the guy you would never a stormtrooper. Yeah, you would never one. get a, uh, you know, a radar photo ticket. Why is that? They couldn't see your face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. 
Which is, you yeah. could do with a right-hand drive also. When I had my, my EG9, my SIR, yeah. I would uh, drive it around all the time, and they would just flash you, take the pictures, and they blur out anyone else in the car but with the driver's seat. And they were so used <laughs> to having the wheel there, they would just be no one in the seat yeah. ever. And the tickets would pile up, and it's not what they know, it's what they can prove. And I had probably 45 red light or just the, the speeding ones on the highway, and they piled up, and they could but, never prosecute me for anything in the yeah. right-hand drive. And then... It got stolen and they started giving me tickets again. Get <laughs> <laughs> tickets because uh, yeah. yeah, because it gets stolen from you. Well, sometimes they would they would show my passenger's face. Yep. And I'm you know I'm Puerto Rican and I'm you know a, a fairly I'm not a huge guy but I would be rolling around with one of my say fat friends who's white yep. and I would send in a copy of my license with the ticket yep. and just. They, that's, they not me, drop, that's not me, dude. That's not me. That's not me, dude. Well, who is it? And, and they would ask you. They they go back and forth and just yeah. it, I don't know and. I don't even know what this is. Now, in Illinois, we get those uh, those red light stupid tickets, and it seems like they don't care who's driving, it because they just send me tickets on my plates. And like, if you're going half a mile an hour with a giant rig, it's hard to stop the whole thing when you know the light's about to turn green anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm fighting one of these things right now, and they just want my hundred bucks. It's such a stupid tax. Uh, it's the most aggravating thing about automotive things right now is the stupid red light cameras around here. But. I mean, you're supposed to be able to face your accuser in court. So there's a lot of stuff in the Supreme Court thing that says, that's the, you know, Yeah, that's the thing forth. that annoys yeah. me is I can't face that robot. I want to shoot a BB gun through that guy's eye. <laughs> Man, I hate those things. There was uh, somebody right. killed in I'm Phoenix. I'm going to stop talking about those. <laughs> oh, so somebody was uh, shot and killed in Phoenix about five years ago setting one up. Really? Because, well, they have the mobile ones that are in Ford Escapes. They pull them out. Oh, they the do that they, down there? Yeah, they put mobile ones out. And some guy with road rage was so mad about the tickets, yeah. he pulled up and blew the off-duty cop away. And so, Well, that's another thing we like to encourage yeah. here. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, it really enrages people. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a very angering thing. It, uh, I don't think it's kind of a safety thing at all. It's just a, you know, let's, a let's, grab, a, let's grab 100 bucks at a time. Yeah. Yep. 100 bucks won't break anybody, right? You know, yeah, it's kind of annoying. Anyway, what, uh, Jamie? Yes. How much track stuff uh, do you do nowadays? Do you do prep work? Do you do? I know you build some cars. You make you make some pretty cars, obviously. How did you get started into this stuff? How do I get started? Like back, back whenever? Yeah, we love hearing stories here. <sighs> I'm old man. Uh, no, I didn't know I you until you started driving up from Phoenix to come to our events. Yeah, um, you had came to some Honda meets before. I'd come to Honda meets. Your buddies with some just, of our regular yeah, attendees, and I just uh, stayed under the radar. I've always done it. Uh, it was probably ninety-five. Yeah, I probably started tinkering okay. around with some Honda stuff and messing around with some Integras, and then um, it kept going. Mike Pendola and Ed Sackley were the first couple of guys that okay. I used to do stuff with. And um, they were really serious into track stuff, especially by 2000. Yep, yep. And, um, and then I just didn't really race. I was still building mostly. Yeah. And uh, it just kind of kept growing from there. And uh, I'd mess around with other brands, and you always end up coming back. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I want to grow up and get a big boy car. And then you just come back. And, like, well, that was you know, $240 <laughs> for the oil change. That was a stupid car. Yeah. And you just keep coming back to the Honda stuff. And um, it's efficient. It's fast. And uh, we had a great time. And they're the best humor people there are. I mean, yeah. there's no darker, funnier humor than in the Honda crowd from all over, from the guys here to When you get yeah. made fun of for your dumb rice burner for 12 straight years, yeah. you can't take anything too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of cars have you all uh, owned and played with? Everything, man. I've owned 106 what cars. What was your first car? My first car was my only. Jeez. Yeah, my first car was only the only American car I've ever owned. It was a 
a Beretta GTZ. Ooh, quality work right the there. Yeah, with the uh, nice. That's nice. some good styling and some bad everything else. Yeah, yeah. And then um, after that, I bought a 300ZX. Just fell in love with what the year? Uh, uh, 91. Okay. Yep. For, that's and, the uh, second year or third year of the dual cam VG30. Second year right? of the VG30. It's a great yep. motor, man. It's yep, great motor. And, and I mean, naturally aspirated trim. It went two hundred and sixty thousand before I replaced anything. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah, it, uh, it, they're actually pretty bulletproof. Uh, if they're they're not. very stout bottom ends. Too. Yeah, real my, stout. My bottom brother's ends, Nissan Maxima's like five hundred wheel horsepower in a stock bottom. Aren't end. they like wow. a truck motor? Yeah, it's super basic motor. Yeah. yeah. But the ringlands are like seven inches thick, so you can't even hurt them. <laughs> they're really strong. Was yours? Uh, did Those you have the, uh, a sunroof or was it a slick top? Because I know the slick um, tops are. Pretty rare. Yeah, they're yeah. I think only like a hundred and sixty in a two year span were ever brought in an actual hard top. Mm-hmm. They weighed almost a hundred and thirty pounds yep. less. Yeah, the slick yeah. tops um, are kind of wow. solid. After if that. I remember correctly, Stillen was actually doing conversions to the aluminum slick top. But standard issue was uh, was T top. Yeah, yep. you couldn't get it without. I've never not seen a T top one. I've only seen one. Uh, the only one yeah. I've seen in, online was even was Brian Highcotter's, yeah. the one that got second that thing in was STX. Gorgeous, absolutely yeah. gorgeous. We, I think we talked about that in our first podcast. Yeah, he he sold that car, but yeah, he was second in STX and underprepared, like unsorted 300ZX. Really capable little car too. I mean, yeah. they're kind of heavy, they're kind of big, kind of weird, but they're, they're kind of good safe. too. Yeah. So, yeah, cool cars. What what was your favorite car of the 160 you've ever owned? Oh man, um, the Razor. <laughs> yeah. The Polaris, the, you know, the car that's not a car. I could probably give you my top four. Yeah. The funnest cars Do ever. Do it. Um, 01 Integra Type R. Okay. Without a doubt. What color Bone was stock. it? Uh, Phoenix. Are those all yellow 01? No. They made black Yellow and black. And okay. Yep. Yellow okay. and black. Um, that was one. I loved my uh, Evo 8. Okay. I bought that one new. Love that. Um, the Cayman S is a fun car, but it's, it, I don't think it's the one of the funnest. What's the thing you didn't like about that, the expensive oil changes? Uh, it's not so bad. You know, the it's worst funny. is uh, my M5 had the worst maintenance and oil that. change. Yeah, there, there was some. M5, you, what year? Um. Oh seven. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say an eighteen eighties one or whatever. They yeah, made. no, it's just the V ten was just a complete whore. Yeah, I mean, amazing motor, yeah. super fast, stout, just unbelievable. But it was two hundred and forty dollars for me to change the oil at my shop. Okay, it requires like thirteen point eight quarts of ten W sixty. It's like fifteen. Yeah, it's like fifteen bucks a quart. Holy like Motul cow. makes it, and then they hand you a forty dollar oil filter kit. Yeah, and I, I did the math, and I'm like, that's two hundred thirty nine dollars. You're I'm spending like a myself. dollar. You're spending like a dollar a mile on oil changes. Oh. <laughs> I mean. I literally bought it, and my insurance premium raised $340 a month. Wow. And I don't have any tickets. I'm That's ridiculous. 38. I'm married. My, Mike yep. Cohen is looking at you like, what the heck, dude? Yeah, yeah don't own an M5. Yeah. yeah the, I've heard that they're very fast. Oh, um, it would run away from a CBR 600. Yeah. They are un- and here's the best part. Here, they're limited to 155. Yeah. If you just have it flashed, you can... Uh, you can govern it. Uh, well, I mean, ungoverned. It ran into its red line at 201. 201? 201 bone wow. stock. Wow. Yep. How much power do they make? It was 507 horse NA. Yeah. Wow. That's ridiculous. 
Yeah, so it, the, um, uh, what year was that thing? I think it was a uh, 07, just okay. five liter V10. Yep. And I mean, it was just, what a magnificent What motor. What are you on right now? Uh, right now. You have yeah. kind of an eclectic collection, it seems. Have a uh, TSX powered Integra. Okay. I love that K-Swap thing. I have, um, there's a Boxster sitting at the shop. I have a Mercedes, an E320, just a. Just a newer one. The, that, the V12 thing? No, no, no. That, you posted a picture of some Mercedes V12. Thing yeah, that was there. actually a car I was selling for a friend of mine. He I don't kind know of anything left about town. anything. So. Yeah, it was just, um, which, not worth anything either. Yep. That car is just a huge pain in the ass, too. Um, but V12s are cool. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was cool. It got up, but it was still not. It had that badge, bro. That's all, Yeah, that's, it was only good for pictures. Yeah. I love kneeling next to it. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Measuring the wheels and the. Yeah. I have a CRV that I drive daily, and yep. I search forever for it because in, in Arizona you don't see a lot of options where it's all wheel drive. Yep. Um, With the manual trans. Yes. Oh. Took me four years. Got all wheel drive manual. And I, I got so this dude's had M5s. He's had freaking insanely fast everything else, and he daily drives the hardest CRV. car to find a manual CRV. Manual. That's a man after my own heart, dude. <laughs> It's a little bit easier B series. I found it with uh, the O three with the K twenty four. Yep. It started the hunt started because um, Tim Kelly, the exact dyno, and I were talking in in Tempe, and I called Brian. I was like, "Hey, with with an O two or an O three CRV, can I put a K Pro in this?" And they were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "And the TSX motor falls right in." I was like, "So," and I have a, a supercharger that Chris Stewart just gave me, and I was going to repair. And I thought. What if I just put these things together and just have the world's fastest CRV? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. um, I never finished. I didn't get started. All the parts are sitting at the shop. (laughs) Yeah, well, eventually, you know, when you sell all the M5, V10, 12 (laughs) thingers. Honestly, the CRV is the funnest thing I've driven in recent years because I'm relaxed. I'm lazy. It has cup holders everywhere. It has the fold-out rear table thing. It's just a... It's like the greatest. Several years ago, yeah. I bought a. My wife and I bought a, a '97 CRV from Chris and his wife. Chris's wife, I think, got rear-ended pretty hard in it, but but you couldn't tell. It just crushed the spare tire well. Yep. So the I'm only the problem. Are you on the mic there? Hang on a second. We're going to plug Chris in here. <laughs> we we talk about Chris on a lot of these podcasts, but uh, yeah, Chris and I have known each other for quite a while. That'll do it for part one. Uh, Part two was released at the same time as part one, so you can go ahead and go listen to that now. I don't care about blood. I need some meat in my mouth.